the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Daddy? That's me. Let's go. Let's go. We're back in the bunker for episode 70 of Feeling feeling Good with Duddy. That's right. The show that points at the world has a huge laugh because the world's funny. But then we point in the mirror and we laugh at ourselves because we can take a joke on this show. Hi, I'm Jake B., a barber here in Southern California. Let me introduce you to my brother, host of the show, guitar player and singer of the Dirty Heads. Here he is. Duddy B. What's up? That's right. Episode 70. <laughs> 70, Jake. I thought oh. you were talking to me. Y'all, what's up? And I was like, do I say hi? You we can. Go, okay, hi. Hey. Yes, episode 70, man. We made it. We did it. Last episode was... It was 69, 69. dude. It was, uh, I loved last episode. That was a lot of fun. We had a good time. We had a good time. And... um. Yeah, and by the way, before I get into it, I just want to say thank you guys for the reviews. I have been seeing a lot of more reviews and a lot more people uh, writing nice things about us, about us on our uh, servers. It does really help a lot, so thank you guys. And if you're listening and you haven't given us a review or a rating yet, please do. We would appreciate that. Uh, yeah, and that's that's all on that. We won't go much further into it, but also... Um, I've seen that we have like a almost, I guess, what is it, a fan page, Jake? We do. We have like a, I guess, like extreme listener page. I don't know. You know, on it's a fan page on Facebook, the FGWD Bunker. It's up to like 220 members now. And it's a group of people that listen to the show and love to go talk about the show afterwards, make fun of us, make fun of each other, whatever. Just yeah. have fun on the fucking FGWD Bunker page. So anyway, we like it. And so we encourage everyone to go over there and join the conversation. Totally. And when you go over there, you might see a post about the Fantasy League. Uh, we have the Feeling Good with Duddy Patreon first ever fantasy football league happening over there. It's a lot of fun. If you want to find out more about that, you can go over to the FGWD Bunker page on Facebook and find out about it. And if you want to join the league, uh, unfortunately, I think the cutoffs are today at like noon Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, so. this episode drops on a Wednesday. I mean, football starts tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but you can. If you, if you hear this episode early, use the link, sign up at Patreon, and you can join a fantasy league. And it's just going to be a shit-talking fest with prizes and penalties if you lose. We're going to be banning people for a period of time. We'll tell you about the rules over on Patreon. Yep. That's... That's enough of the fucking that's, us plugging things out the gates, right? Yeah, that that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did that. It was like three things really quickly in but, one. Yeah, no, well, and 
Yesterday, actually, Jake, I did my fantasy draft for my my like actual league, not the not the feeling good with Duddy one. I have a league we've been doing. God, I think it's like nine or ten years now, maybe. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and there's a couple of the guys from the you know band are in it, uh, and then we have a couple of guys from Iration, the drummer from Pepper, the drummer from Slightly Stupid. Um, it's just it's it's a fun group, and we talk a lot of shit over there. So mm-hmm. fun times, Jake. It's on, and now Duddy started one for us. I know nothing about football. I'll be like the designated trash talker. I'll come in, Duddy, where are we at in the That's standings, point at who I make fun of, go. Yeah. That's what it's going to be for me, which I love. Minimal effort. It's a lot of fun. What's going on with the Dirty Heads? You Dirty guys just heads. finished a live stream. We just finished our our last of the, um, you know, we did all the albums in order, mm-hmm. and we just did Supermoon, so that's our, our last one. Um, I'm sure we'll be figuring out other live streams in the future, but I do have some bad news. I, I said last week that on the 19th, the 19th of this month, we were going to be doing another live stream, but it, we are not. That got canceled. Um, the Weed Farm. The Weed Farm in Duddy's Oregon. Duddy's band, the Dirty Heads, were going to do a live performance from a weed farm in Portland. We were very, was it Portland or was it just Oregon somewhere? It wasn't I just, Portland. Yeah, it was um, somewhere in Oregon yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, it got canceled. I don't know exactly why, but we're still going to try and make it happen eventually. Yeah. So that's a bummer, but it gives us more time to get ready for these drive-in shows, Jake. That's the future, or that's I guess future. that's the, the now or whatever, the present of live music drive-in playing at shows, the drive-in. Drive-in shows. Um, I'm excited just to get out there and play music. Like It's crazy. We did all these live streams. We did nine, actually, because there was the eight albums, but we did one before the albums. Um, so we did nine live streams, and we did so much rehearsal for every one of them, but it's all sitting down with an acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And you got, we got so used to that. And we all were talking after that last live stream. We were like, God, next practice, guys, we're going to have our amps and we're going to be standing up and it's going to be loud as fuck. And we were like, no, but it'll be fun. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, it'll be a full switcheroo. Full switch. And I just thought of this. It's like, the who would have thought? So drive-in was over a million years ago, right? Yep. There's a few drive-in theaters that are still left all over the country, more than a few, but you get it, not very many because it's more of a novelty thing, right? Yes. So years ago, people were like, dude, you're still in the drive-in business? Like, get out. But Can't you see the signs? Who would have known it was the future of live music? Yeah. Wow. Now, if you have a drive-in theater, you're just laughing. You're just counting the dollars because a ska band yeah, by the name of Dirty right. Heads, that's another funny thing. We are Luke, who works with us here, he was like, hey, I was looking at your guys' drive-in shows, and they have you listed as a ska band. Like, that's interesting. All right. Well, I, I mean, you're in the zone. I but it's, guess. I, I wouldn't call us a ska band, but whatever. I know. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a big deal. And we love. I love fucking ska. It's yeah. one of my favorite shit. My band was a ska band. But, um, I mean, I wonder how that happened. Did someone literally, did someone hear it? They hit play. They're like, okay, yeah, ska Probably. <laughs> How funny is probably. that? That's probably exactly what happened. But anyway, that's drive-ins. all good. Drive-in shows the 25th and 26th in uh, Del Mar and uh, Ventura. Yeah. Yes. Southern Del California Mar and Ventura, stuff. Southern California. But there is talks. Um, nothing is absolutely set in stone right now. But I will say that there has been talks of us getting out to the East Coast and kind of coming back towards the west and doing like a string of like 
eight to ten drive-in shows. Damn, so it is kind it's of like the this thing. might be a little thing. This might be a, we might we might have a drive-in show tour. Wow, kind of different, cool, different, interesting. So again, man, I, I just I'm excited to get back out there and play, and I'm sure other people are just excited to go out to concerts. So absolutely, and the cool thing is your band lends perfectly to that. Look, everyone would love to be standing next to each other, spinning joints around the crowd, yeah. and doing the whole thing. But you can dance next to your car. You can see your friends. You can hang out. And it's like the punk in the heavy metal bands that are going to suffer from this. Yeah. It's like you want to pit yeah. these people. I would avoid the pits, you know, especially. Totally. I, I was, you and I both would go into mosh pits when we were kids. Oh, but for sure. It was like early 20s. I was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm out. Good. Yeah, after a couple friends got elbowed, I was like, I'm fine. Yeah. But yeah, those are the ones where it's like hard to fucking really rip into a heavy metal show sitting on your hood. But, yeah. but then I thought about it and... You could bring your own beers. You could bring your own food, like whatever. You, and Jake, you could bring your your little pee bucket. Oh my god! You I could take little have, peas. You I don't even go have into to the back go of the van. anywhere. You got your no. food. You got your booze. You got your pee bucket. I wouldn't even miss the show because I can see out the front window from the back, and I'm still covered, and I can pee, and I wouldn't even Dude. miss a stroke so, I mean, of the that's guitar. Kind of sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, I actually love that, and I can't wait. Is there anything else with Dirty Heads besides you got a couple drive-in shows, potentially a drive-in tour? Well, we did just uh, you know um, a few days ago. We just released a new song, "Earthquake Weather." I hope you guys right. are enjoying it. I really like that song. It's it's a very fun song, um, and we had a lot of fun writing that one. So. Yeah. Uh, other than that, not much, it. not much. Yeah. Not much more DH news. Uh, and you got a week off. So really just chilling. Just kind of. Yeah. I got like a week off and then we're going to get into rehearsals for the driving shows. Nice. So, yeah. All what right. about you? I am. Okay. I actually have news. I am going to be going back. I'm, I'm a barber again. The barber shops are open in Southern California. So I'll be going back next week. That'll be cool. I've spent the last few days at the beach and um, I guess there's, there's been some things I um, I've seen some hilarious mask action in the last few days. I do have a pool at my apartment complex and the pool has been very Vegas. Like the last several days, like 20, 30 people at the pool, we meet music blasting. People are drinking holiday weekend and it's been ridiculously hot down here. Um, before I get into the beach, I'll mention the pool mask that I saw the other day. I'm in the pool with my son, Rocky. I'm hanging out and a girl who's been in the pool all day on the side of the pool, drinking, hanging out with all her friends, talking everything. She was leaving the pool area for a minute. I think she was going up to her friend's apartment to use the bathroom, come back down. She gets out of the pool, goes over to her chair, puts on a mask, walks out of the pool area up into the apartments, comes back down with the mask on, walks back over to the chair, takes her mask off, grabs her beer, gets right back into the pool. She was there all day with no mask, but in her mind, walking outside from the chair gate. to the outside the gate was mask. I, I've the been gate, seeing. Obviously, if you're inside the pool gate, hanging out with everybody, then you don't have it. So only it's people outside funny. the gate. I'm seeing a lot of funny mask action at the beach. People like oh, I've seen on some. the sand, fully masked up, oh. nowhere near anyone. I'm just like, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a little funky. I've seen, uh, and sorry to cut you off, but no, I no. saw a guy uh, we're out on a golf course. He was playing by himself, walking. He wasn't even in a car. He was walking, and he was just in the middle of the fairway, out playing golf by himself, mask on. 
It's like, damn, dude. I guess it's like, the thing to do. We're probably the asshole. Are we assholes? I don't know, but no, I no, guess it's, it's like, I didn't see anybody else on the golf course doing that. And hey, when we're when I was golfing, anytime we went to the clubhouse or inside the bar, I put the mask on. I don't have a problem with it. But if I'm out in the middle of the golf course, I'm, I'm not wearing my mask. Dude. It's a funny <laughs> time right now because it's like the intensity of it all is starting to wear off but it's like but it is you know but it's still national news that totally. the disease and the virus and all the numbers i guess are going down where we live but so you still have the just 100 masks and uh and then you have the no masks and and everybody's living right next to each other so yeah. i don't know and then my favorite thing is um i saw a couple of these um face shield the one oh, that shields it's six feet off the edge oh, of yeah. your face and then it goes down blocks nothing yeah. every particle on earth can come in if you sneeze it's a whirlwind of sneeze yeah. <laughs> it is the most worth i'm seeing a lot of that at the beach and i'm laughing i saw a lady the other day walk by me at the beach study mask on okay um scrawny old asian lady it was hilarious i'm with lauren yeah. and my wife and my son were standing there and she comes walking by normal bra on that's kind of hanging off mask on and like ballroom gloves oh nice yeah so it's been nice. fun down at the beach and at the pool and um i have i i talked about something last week i believe when i was talking about the fake instagram joggers where oh, i saw yep. a girl jogging yep. by she would run her friend would take the video of the run and then they would inspect the video they were trying to get her ponytail to go vertical with the ground so that it looked like she was jogging fast a fake instagram jogging post is what it was i saw it happen i started questioning is everything fake then i'm at the beach the other day and i see first of all i see a gang of people doing a calypso line which luke i sent you the video of that so let's pull that video up here. Then Duddy can see it and join in with me. And we'll put this on the YouTube. You guys, we always release the audio on Wednesdays. And then we release the full video of our show with all these clips and pictures on Friday on our YouTube page. Feeling good with Duddy, YouTube. Um, and you'll get to see everything that we're looking at. Luke is um, is pulling up the clip right now. I think I might have texted it to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So anyway, I'm on the beach and my wife, who's just like me, she's just like, oh, Jesus, with everybody. Yeah, there I am complaining. Um, so I, she's all, oh, God, look at this. I look over and there's like an impromptu Congo line going on up and down the beach. And, and I look over and there's people filming it and they're inspecting the film and doing it over and over. So even the joy of their dance is a manufactured fake. fake thing. You can see the video if you go to our YouTube on Friday. Um, anyway. And then later on in that same beach visit, I saw there's a guy in the video. You'll see him. He's got white pants on and a white hat. And you can tell he's the most annoying guy in the group. He's the one that oh, makes yeah. everyone else do it. You could tell. And I knew because he was coaching everyone on the dance moves. So after this, they spent he spent 20 minutes trying to lift up his girlfriend where you like lift up you know the girl runs and jumps and he's oh, like yeah. acting like i'm lifting her up and her legs kind of spread and and you know you'd think oh what a fun spontaneous fun couple and then no i watched you do it forty-seven thousand times and he couldn't quite lift her by the way so okay he's to get the true definition of beach muscles where you can't really lift anything but you obviously you know work out so um anyway it got me into into something that I want to start here today, Duddy. And this is, 
there's certain poses <laughs> when the guy got into the I'm gonna you know my girlfriend's gonna run at me I'm gonna grab oh, her at the yeah. waist and do the lift and they were trying to get the picture that you've seen sixty five thousand billion well, times. My favorite are you see all the dudes just dropping the chicks and the chicks just busting their faces open. Is that a thing oh, that's, that's like on YouTube thing. you can find it it's or something? Like, like, people always post like the most dangerous dance move or something oh, and it's like I love it's always this. drunk couples or just not even if they're couples but drunk people and let's do the let's do the oh. dance. Oh, awesome, and dude. And it's just a bunch of people eating shit. Luke's looking for the videos. But here, Luke, don't worry about it, because we're going to go into this next segment. So get ready with these pictures, because when I saw that pose, I realized there's so many poses <laughs> that when I see people do them, I'm just like, are, do you want to be the least original creature to ever walk the face of the earth? These are Poses I'd like to get rid of forever, and I'll have to find a sound effect, you guys, to put right when I say this word that seems like big. This is a new segment. We're going to continue to add these poses. This is Pose Apocalypse. Here, let me start this segment with let's get into some poses that should never happen again and, and again if you guys want to go to the youtube on friday luke will pull the pictures i've pre-grabbed pictures for this the i'm holding the sun pose <laughs> all right this is when you're on vacation you're at the beach <laughs> the sun's setting and you i'm gonna reach up my hands and i'm gonna make a ball with my hands or i'll <laughs> grasp it you know in front of me and the sun's glowing or the moon and oh look at me i'm holding the sun you're not holding the sun <laughs> what you're holding is the record for the least original post in history up until that point. And the next person to post it, they're the new record holder. You're passing the baton of unoriginality oh. down like the Olympic torch. Everybody stop. Okay. We have, I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to take a sip. This is going to, oh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Monster energy I'm drinking. That's not even something... I drink, but this deserves it. I'm on top of the world. We've all seen <laughs> the Titanic, right? Kate Winslet in her finest role rushes to the front of the boat. She spreads her arms. I'm on top of the world. And if you step onto any water bearing vessel of any size or kind, if you have at least three people in your group, one of them will, within three seconds, count it on your watch, sprint to the front, arms go spread, they proclaim I'm on top of the world. Now you see everybody, oh, I did the hike that 75 billion other people did to the top of Half Dome in Yosemite. I shall walk to the edge, spread my arms from behind. Someone will take the picture. I'm on Facebook looking highly unoriginal. Luke's got all the photos. All right, we're going to put them up. We have one person who's showing their back with the arms spread over a mountain cliff, and you guys will get it. And then the next guy is the most unenthusiastic. <laughs> this guy, guy is, I don't know, he's like over the rice fields you of Thailand. Like, arms spread about. Yeah. It looks like who we talked about on the last episode, Randy Ingalls' dad. I knew you were going to say. Who we used it. to spy on. Yes, you guys, last episode we did. We talked about our friend Randy Ingle and how we spied on him. Was it last episode, Daddy? I believe so. I think it was. It was, it was episode what? What number? 69. Oh. So if you go on Friday to uh, YouTube and see this uh, picture of this dude with the red jacket, arms spread. That's Randy's dad. Okay. Annoying, 
but not as annoying as this one. This one, Jake. Really this is the me. one. The Charlie's Angels post. Everyone who knows pose. Everyone who knows what I'm talking about, you know. And everyone who doesn't, Charlie's Angels. Whenever you see three <laughs> girls that back up to each other and they do the guns with their hands and they're pointing them off and the one in the middle is pointing right at the screen. The, that's the Charlie's Angels pose and no one should ever do it again. So what inspired me to start this segment, the pose apocalypse, was the running and the grabbing of the girlfriend and the lifting. And we have a picture of that. There it is right in the middle of the street. Perfectly executed. I never saw one as good as that at the beach the other day. That's what he wanted. They weren't brave enough or talented enough to get there. No, no. but this one that we're looking at, Duddy and I, I mean, it's she is vertical with the ground, legs up. She's a beast. He's a beast. They're what this competition is all about. <laughs> they're winning and they're doing it. Never again do that pose. Never again with Charlie's Angels. No more grabbing of the sun or the moon and no more top of the world. It's done. Can, I, can I throw one in there? That, and I never even, I, I love this new segment that you brought to me, Jake. Thank you. What about the, I'm holding up the leaning tower of Pizarre. Oh my I'm God. I'm holding it up or it would fall. Duddy, you couldn't <laughs> have been a better fucking partner in crime. Oh! Lucas instantly accessed a billion, trillion, drillion of these things. Uh, <laughs> these are good. You ones guys, these are actually like, fucking these are great. Really good. Oh, the ice cream. That's see, that's creative. All I like right, that. god damn it. This one, okay. I'm not as mad, but yeah. I, I understand. Look at the one where the guy's doing it the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this sucks okay. for sure. But some of these are pretty fun. Yeah. But okay. You get what but we mean. If you don't do and look at. Okay, here you know what? Fair game. I must be honest about something because if I'm here ripping and dipping, but I, but lessons can be learned. We all yep. don't get mad. I went to England. You know what I did? I love the Beatles. They're my oh, favorite yeah. band oh, ever. Yes. And I had a huge Let tapestry on my Does wall. Let something take to do? one guess. Does it have something to do with a crosswalk, Jay? Yeah, it does, dude. I walked across <laughs> the crosswalk like a dick fuck. Oh, that's okay. And took the picture. And you know what? Okay. It was darling. And I'm and I'm brave. But yeah, you get it, dude. No more holding the sun. No more shit. And take there it is. Luke's pulling up the crosswalk. You'd probably oh, find I, me in one of these photos. <laughs> okay, okay. Abbey I, I, Road. I've got another one, Jake. Mm-mm. Oh. Funny, there just happens to be this wall with wings painted on it. Oh, let uh, me stand <laughs> in the middle of the wings. Because I'm an angel. Oh, my oh, no. God. So in Nashville, I believe is where like the most you like taken one of these is. And uh, in Nashville, there, they, no joke, Jake, Nashville has a Instagram photo tour you can go on where you hop in one of those two-story buses and it takes you to all the places that you should take photos in front of so what it is is it's there it is i'm pretty sure that's in nashville right there and and that's actually really fucking cool it's a line of (laughs) Uh people waiting to take their photo in front of the wings in these now look Mm -hmm. these are an honorable mention because look i would i we're all dumb remember what i said at the start we laugh at the world because the world's stupid and then we laugh at ourselves because we're in the world and we are stupid too we're all stupid so 
but we're cooler than you guys. That's just the hierarchy <laughs> of it all. You get it. We're the coolest. Patreon members are second, and then beneath them is everyone else. So you guys understand that. We all agreed on that. Episode one, and we've 70 episodes beyond that. Um, but so yeah, if you want to do the picture on the wall tour, Go fine, ahead. dude, you're 80. Who's going to tell you no, but the poses, the poses is where we were. <laughs> this is a pose apocalypse. So take a picture in front of every wall you want. Abbey road. I even give myself a pass for that because of the coolness that we talked about earlier. It doesn't matter how cool I am. And, um, the poses duddy. So anything mm -hmm. else? Any other poses? Not off the top of my head, Not but I'm going to keep thinking head. about it. Keep thinking about it. Dude, we've eliminated four poses. We'll come back to it. We'll have a cool segment drop everything. But for now, give make that whatever sound you guys decided on. Do it again right now. This is the emergency broadcast system. Hey, can I get a picture? All right, dude. Now we go into, this is really the start of the show. That was all the warm-up. That was a long warm-up. It was a long warm-up, but I'm warm. Are you? I am. I'm warm. And I have half a monster energy in me, and I'm already talking too fast. So that's how I know I'm ready for feel-good news. The world is bad. This is feel-good news. All right. That's right. This is feel-good news. This is the part of the show that makes you feel good. That's right. We get you all warmed up and good feeling. And then we go back to talking shit on everything. So Luke, if you could pull up that first article in the feel good news zone, we have to start talking about it. This is kind of a musical episode of feel good news. Oh. Yeah. And why not? You're a musician. I mean, I'm a musician too. I haven't been in a band in a while, but Hey, once always a musician. True. It's like when you're the champion of the, you know, you're, you're a boxing champion, you're a UFC champion. Even after you lose the title, they're they still your you champ, champ forever. Champ. So everyone who talks to me, they go, hey, Jake, uh, musician, musician, Jake. And then I go, yeah, yeah, what's up, what's up? Please respect me. Um, anyway, here we go. So this is Feel Good News, the best feeling news on earth. And this is the music episode. And we are going to get into it because this is fun. This is super fun. Um, can you scroll down a little bit, Luke? I want to be able to read that top headline. I mean, up. There we go. Where's the headline? There it is. Uh. This musician is playing his funkiest beats yet on some watermelon and kiwi fruit. Get oh. all the way out of here. Wow. Fruit and music, two of my favorite things. It looks like there might also be some cantaloupe in between those watermelons it is we've got a picture of a, a young man sitting outside by his pool and he has a bunch of slices of watermelon and in between the watermelon are cantaloupes they're shorter and smaller almost acting like the black keys on a on a piano or something and he's playing these like a piano now here we go this is an article from uh goodnewsnetwork.org as always we get all of our good news from here while this seems ridiculous a youtuber called Mezerg, M-E-Z-E-R-G, created a viral electronica song and corresponding music video called Watermelon, in which, you guessed it, he plays slices of watermelon like Stevie Wonder plays his synthesizer on Superstitious. That's right, it really is. And if you scroll down, Luke, there is a video right here. So, you guys, if you we go to the uh... article... We'll put a link we'll, to the we'll video on our YouTube video. page, but yeah. there is a video of, again, Mezerk, M-E-Z-E-R-G, playing a funky little jam. He's next to his pool, he's kicking a bass drum, and he's using his right foot to create kind of a snare drum sound, and he's ripping on the keys, and the keys are made of fruit. They're Daddy, of fruit. what do you feel about this? 
It's actually pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> he really is ripping. So he's got all, every piece of fruit has a you know a, a wire plugged into it of some sort, and uh, and he's he's making the sounds by touching the fruit. It seems like, and you know, we didn't read the entire article. No, we <laughs> don't. Do we research. read a little bit of it, and we loved it, and we moved on to our opinion of it all. It looks like he's using so like fruit has juices in it. Juices are a conductant of electricity. Is that yeah, a word? I guess. And um, conductor. Conducent. Conducent. Condite. Condosed. Uh, condunct. Condizent of electricity, and he's using it like it's it's amazing what he's doing. He is awesome. I'm sure he rips. He's also got a kiwi, right? Is that what that yeah, is on the side? Kiwi over there. And he's just kind of tapping the kiwi, and it's got another different sound effect. I'm thinking effect. that he uh, had programmed some sounds that the ki- the kiwis are almost just acting like little pads. Absolutely. So he's got pre-programmed sounds into the kiwi. This makes me feel really, really good. It's actually pretty cool. This is awesome. It's just, you yeah. know. What is really dangerous, though, you'll see the video, is he is playing. This is electronic. Uh, He's playing one inch from the swimming pool. Yes. I mean, very close to absolute disaster. And that's not an official keyboard, like, stand of no. any kind. That is simply like, that's like a dinner tray that yeah, you might set up. Yeah, that's like a TV dinner tray yeah. that your grandma would pop out. Yeah, that's something yeah. you like watch Murder She Wrote at your grandma's house, like when we were kids. Yeah. And then she pulls this out and gives you like a Saskatchewan frozen chicken dinner. <laughs> and then you're like, thanks, grandma. And then, you know, you're watching Murder She Wrote because, yep. you know, and then yep. uh, you're a child and you're us. You were us. If that happened, you were us. <laughs> and um, this is something that you'd eat off. At grandma's house, and then you'd get up to pee, you know, and then you'd knock it over, knock it every, over every time, time because it has absolutely no constitution to it at the bottom. No, there. it's uh, it's meant for folding up, not. What's your worry, Duddy? My worry is that he falls into the pool with all these electronics and he dies. Jake. Oh yes, now I'm super worried about that, and I can't even hear oh. the song. And I don't want to. You're fine. Oh my god. Um, I can't even understand what he's doing because of the worry. But hey, hey. The idea's great. It's actually really he cool. He hasn't fallen yet. He hasn't fallen yet. And I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to. He looks like he's got good balance and great control of those keys, kick drum, and snare. He's got a computer off to the side, too, that looks expensive. So let's hope that they don't go in the pool. Yep. Tell you what. I love it. I feel good. I feel great. And as always on Feel Good News, we roll into our second story that is also tangentially related to the music world. Yes. That's right. And the animal world. And we love animals. New Guinea's mysterious singing dogs are not extinct after all, as scientists find their brothers. Could have been sisters, too. Little sexist out the gates. We didn't write it, you guys. Goodnewsnetwork.org. Probably about to get canceled for that headline. But we're just (laughs) reading what we see, and we feel good. So here's the deal, guys. The writing of this article is wish-washy. I did try to read it, but it was really bad and weirdly written. So I got the gist of it, and I'll bring it back around to you. Scientists, okay, this is a certain type of dog that's a singing dog that used to be everywhere in the wild in New Guinea, right? They were thought to have gone extinct in the wild, but there was a couple hundred of them in zoos around the world. The fear was that they were all basically incest you know, they were all basically incest dogs, you know, because they yeah. were bred with each other. That's yeah. how they're still alive. So there was no natural born animals and they're not evolving and they're kind of losing what they once were yeah. is what their fear was. But then all of a sudden there's like a gold mine in New Guinea and these singing dogs, people started hearing them around the gold mine and they popped up. Scientists have done some studies and they are almost identical to the dog they thought was extinct. 
This is the brothers and sisters. And if you're not sure what you are, it's those dogs too, dud. Yeah. Um, and they're back and we're feeling good because the song and they have like a name. I don't know. It's weird. Like they're calling one of them like the singing dog. And then the other one has a more the New Guinea singing dog. Um, yeah. Very just straight to the point. But they're a beautiful dog. They look not too far off from what your dog looks like. I was going to say, they actually kind of look like my dog. Yeah. Your dog has a little more fur around yeah, the old yeah. neck area, but very cool. I, you know what we got to do? I want to look up the singing dog like what does it sound like yeah what does it sound like see if you can find a little video of that new guinea singing dog and if we can we'll patch that in here oh you do. i'm sure it can't be too hard there it is popped right up I'd i think our like volume was turned uh, down on the old find... tv nope we can hear it yeah give us a little hit all right firstly we're getting a commercial here from all right there we go let's hear that. can oh, we hear it that Luke? that Oh, just like oh, everything, is, we uh, got caught oh. with some bait. There we go. Yeah, those are foxes. Like okay. everything in the news, dude, it says right on the top, New Guinea singing dog rare breed, and then they show us 65,000 other breeds before they get to what we want to hear, the singing of the dog. Here oh, we go. Okay. Really, really good looking dog. Really good podcasting right now. Yeah, well. they are not showing any of the singing. We will cut all this That's out in okay. post. Luke, all go right. ahead and hit stop. We should have prepared that earlier, but you get it, dude. The singing dog is back. It makes us feel good. The song is alive once again. Duddy, how do you feel about this, buddy? Honestly, I love it. One, I love dogs, and I love that they sing, and I love that they're not extinct, and I want to hear them sing. Yeah, Luke's Jake. looking for it again, but dude, oh, here he goes. Here He's we go. It. We found a version. Okay. Whoa. More of a scream. It's yeah, they're the singer in a screamo band. That right, is pretty, pretty interesting. Cool. That pretty, is pretty that cool. That is actually pretty cool. All right. All right, we'll pop okay. a little clip of that up on you the know Friday what we're version. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna that's gonna be a sound clip we're gonna use for something. Hundred percent. That'll be a drop. Maybe I'll have to put a beat behind it and make it save a that video song. Dude, so there it is. So we've got a guy who's making beautiful keyboard songs out of watermelon and other fruits. We've got a singing dog that was thought to be extinct, but is now back. Singing dogs are back. Duddy, do you feel good? And are you ready to continue on this journey? I do. I feel really good. And I am ready to continue on with the show, Jake. All right, there it is. This has been Feel Good News. Join us next week for more goodness on Feel Good News. Bam. Boom. Feeling good, ready to crank on. And something else that we feel pretty cool about. Um, last week, we talked about Uncle Peckerhead. Yes. It was a movie that I told everyone I really liked. And Duddy has watched it now. You hadn't yep. seen it last week, but you have now. Loved it. We both loved it. It's a super funny uh, movie. And the musical performances it are performances are great in the movie and they truly are punk rock like you can tell these are people that understand the scene that they're like writing and shooting and filming and it's got horror elements we loved it it was fun so we shared a clip um with the writer and director online of us talking about his movie he was stoked he featured it on the uncle peckerhead um instagram page and we asked him if he wouldn't mind coming on our show and now he is. He's We're coming super on the excited. Show. So on Thursday, Duddy and I are going to do an interview with him. It's Matthew John Lawrence, who is the writer and director of this movie. And the funniest thing is we've had him on the show before, a former sound guy for the Dirty Heads. 
Matthew Lawrence. His name is Matthew Lawrence. So we already we have a friend. We love Matt Lawrence's. <laughs> anyway, so that's going to be a cool thing. Um, and so look for that on next week's show. We're going to patch that interview to next week's show. But we also wanted to tell you about another movie that we watched that we thought was fun. Yes. Uh, VFW. VFW. W. We also found it on Amazon Prime. That's where you watched it, right, Duddy? I believe so, yeah. You can rent it. It's like four ninety nine. Yeah. It's another one of these independent action movies. Duddy watched it before me, and he's like, hey, he's all, watch VFW. I think you'll like it. And I did. It's very 90s. It's very dark. Yeah. Everything about it feels like it was made and shot in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, look, VFW stands for Veterans of Foreign War. So it's a bar called VFW. It's owned and ran by a veteran of a foreign war mm-hmm. and him and his it's I, it's I think it's his birthday is what this takes place yeah, it's on the bar like owner's it's birthday the bar yeah. owner's birthday and so him and all of his buddies and they're all veterans as well they're, they're they go to his bar they're hanging out drinking um there and then you know there's a couple other people there too all veterans you know long story you gotta short, be a veteran to drink you here. have to be a veteran to go in this bar and drink and it's all a bunch of like old salty veteran dudes super cool uh characters and the like government is like no longer and the world's kind of been taken over by like drug lords and there's this new weird drug that has come out that kind of turns people almost into like druggy zombie-ish people. Yeah. Basically it's a kind of a post-apocalyptic thing yeah. but it's 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 like our time right now. It's yeah. weird. It's not in the future. It's no. like hey what if the world turned into drug zombies? Yeah. This is what it would be. So without yeah, without yeah. saying too much more ruining it, you get it like Something happens to where all the the drug lord of this city or whatever is trying to get into this bar, yep. and and it's pretty much all these old salty veterans are kind of just like, oh, you picked the wrong bar. Yeah, you know these I mean? are like seventy year old dudes, and yeah. the beauty is they're all nineties and eighties movie yeah, stars. They're sure. all the action dudes from back in the day that you remember. You'll see them all and be like, oh my God, yes, you know, this guy was in Cheers, this guy was in this, this guy was on that. You know, the Cobra Kai, the leader of Cobra Kai from the early Karate Kid movies, he's in it. You know, all the old... It's great. It's a fun one, dude. It's a fun watch. So if you guys are running out of shit, and if you liked Uncle Peckerhead, and you like that creepy kind of low-budgety indie action shit, a great one, dude. And the funniest part, Duddy and I were talking about it, when you first watch it, You'll notice even the way they do the credits at the start is super 90s. And I'm talking at least 10 minutes into this movie, they are still dropping names. Oh, yeah. They're still dropping credit names. I was like, when (laughs) does this end? You know, but it's all interwoven with scenes. It's just fucking funny. Anyway, good time at the movies on your couch. Duddy, we have a query, do we not? We have a query. Tell everybody what a query is. So this is a conspiracy query. This is not a conspiracy theory. I am asking you if you believe this. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm no. not. I didn't come up with this. I Everyone didn't make this up. Everyone knows what a th- conspiracy theory is. Yes. The the most annoying guy you know at the party. He's telling you everything he knows, but he just heard it from someone else. That's not what Duddy's doing no. here. He's asking you. Have you heard about the annoying guy at the party that said? This. I'm just simply saying, do you believe in conspiracy queries? There it is. Oh, so, so this is a this is kind of a, a fun one and dark. It is. And I love the subject of this one. Yes. He, he is a weird one to me. Former Dr. Phil guests say they were given drugs and alcohol by the producers. 
Okay. All right. Dr. So, Phil's kind yeah. of always been weird to me. So as soon as I heard Dr. Phil, I was like, I'm in. Yes. So the gist of this is that there is former guests coming out saying that before they would go on TV while they're backstage, they were given drugs and booze to kind of make the show more interesting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to make them seem weirder and more off and and, yeah, and, and that all not. seems pretty normal. Like, you're like, okay, I get that. Why not? And then here's where it gets scathing, right? Is because this dude is saying, you Well, read Survivor on, winner Todd Herzog says he was given vodka and Xanax before his appearance on the talk show, according to joint investigation between Stat and Boston Globe. But so the, here. the thing was, though, is he was on the show yes. to talk about his problem with alcoholism. He was on the show to talk about how he's fighting alcoholism and he says he says that while he was backstage they brought in a bottle of vodka gave him a bottle of vodka and some xanax let's read up because i think it even said like and and like out of nowhere appeared about some goofy former dr phil guests say they were given drugs and alcohol um uh by the show producers and provided with little medical oversight while appearing on the talk show. Uh, Todd Herzog, a, a former Survivor contestant who appeared visibly drunk on a 2013, 2013 episode of Dr. Phil, uh, while there to discuss his alcohol addiction, said he showed up on the set that day completely sober, but a bottle of vodka appeared in his dressing room <laughs> and a that. show staffer gave him Xanax before the taping began. Herzog said in joint investigation. Um, I love how it appeared. I don't know yeah, how it just that appeared. Uh, and then there's another story here saying that uh, there's a mom who was there with her daughter and her daughter was there to discuss her addiction to heroin. Wow. She was trying to break an addiction to heroin and uh, she started having withdrawals. And instead of the producers like taking her to a hospital or helping her, they uh, told her to go down to L.A. Skids Row and get some drugs and they like helped her get down there to like find the drugs that's gnarly i wonder if there's proof of that 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 is an absolutely heavy one but oh my okay I'm it says this that dr one. phil dr phil has a uh, declined interviews and requests what's he gonna say huh yeah and i know how he gets people i've seen a couple episodes of his show so i know enough about dr phil that when when he says i'm gonna get her to quit heroin i know how he does that he goes you should not do heroin. Yeah. I've seen his show. Have you seen what he does? I have not in a long it's time. It's insane. It's literally like people like Dr. Phil, I don't know what to do. I've tried to get my daughter off drugs a million times and she just won't live. You know, and he's like, now you know that drug you should not do drugs. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. And like, heroin is bad for you. And you're like, what the fuck? Anyone off the street. <laughs> so I think Dr. Phil's the one who's drunk the entire so time. Maybe, maybe they're, they're just trying to make him look normal. They're just trying to even it out. You know, they're like, he is so drunk that they have to be drunk as well. Or this is just going to be weird. I mean, he, he's the guy who barely packs passed the doctor test. Like, dude, he got a 69 per 69. Yeah. He got a 69% and it's literally 69% or higher. You're a doctor. Cause think if you get a hundred percent on your doctor test, everyone knows at the end of the year, doctor test, then you're a doctor. That's all it is. <laughs> so hundred percent on the doctor test, 69 on the doctor test. You're both Doctors. a doctor. Yeah. So, okay. 
There it is. He's the lowest percentage, barely a doctor, Dr. Phil. And he got same with Dr. Oz. That's why his sleeves are so short. He doesn't even get his sleeves all the way because he's barely at all a doctor. They gave him a child's doctor shirt. What about Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre is an actual licensed physician. Okay. Of the beat. Yay. (laughs) He gets whatever sleeves he wants because he could kill me. So anyway, Dr. (laughs) Phil, what do you think, Daddy? I mean, I believe it all, dude. I believe everything. I mean, why would they just make that up? And but but yeah, I mean, I guess why are they going to get money? Do they expect a book? I don't think anyone could possibly care that. But here's the deal. Uh, Let's just say there was a bottle of vodka in his dressing room. They didn't force him to drink that. Exactly. Did they waterboard you with it? No. Did she? Did the you know? Did they shove a Xanax down his throat, or was it kind of just like, oh, there's some vodka. I'm gonna drink that. I'm a little nervous. I've never been on TV. Do you have any Xanax? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I might have something. Like, I I think I have a Xanax or something. Mm -hmm. Would you like one? Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. So now it's, oh my goodness, there was vodka and they gave me Xanax. So I went. You didn't have to take either. You didn't have to do either of them. And what's a little Zanny between friends? And then also appeared. Appeared. Oops, he pulls it out of his pocket or he asks for it. Yeah. You guys got any vodka? And then boink, it appears. Oh, it appeared. All, yeah, he didn't say I asked for vodka or maybe he did. That's how these news articles are. And I can't trust anything nowadays. He might have said I asked for a bo- bottle of vodka and it appeared there. And they just cut out the ask part. Yeah. And they said a bottle of vodka appeared. appeared. You see? So, so what's your question for everybody, Dad? My que- well, and then it's like, oh, weird. The heroin addict wanted some heroin? Get all the way out of here. The Why, heroin addict who's having odd. withdrawals so wants heroin drugs? And now you're blaming the fact that you're getting heroin on Dr. Phil? He Ouch. didn't shove a needle in your arm. No. Look, he's the world's worst doctor. Yes. Well, we will give him that. Everyone knows that. He actually got nine. It was 68%. But it was like his seventh time doing the doctor test. And a lot of uh, people don't know that. It's like Ellen. I'd been telling everybody that Ellen was a B for years. Just because I heard other people say it. I've never met Ellen. Uh, but I heard a million other people talk show. Everything I listen to. I've heard people like, like, Ellen is the gnarliest crazy chick in Hollywood. And everyone who works for her gets fired and hates their self and quits. And oh, wants wow. to commit suicide. I've been hearing it for years. I've been telling everyone at my work. I heard Ellen's a horrifying piece of shit. Because all of their wives go to the Ellen show and love her. And now they all have to love me because I was right a thousand years ago. And I think what I'm trying to say is I was right about Dr. Phil when I made fun of him years ago. Is that what I was talking about? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, I do want to know if you believe in that Dr. Phil giving people drugs so that they don't look dumb because he's on drugs. I do. Sometimes I like to just chime in and tell you that, yes, I do believe, I believe this one. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I believe it, but I feel like it's like if you're an alcoholic and there's booze there and you drink the booze, you can't blame that on the show. Don't no. drink the booze. If you're into heroin and you go to get some heroin, can't blame it on the show. You're a heroin addict. Yeah. Okay. You're like, seek help. And they're like, well, that's why they were going to Dr. Phil. But then we found out he's the worst doctor. They're like, oh, you didn't help me at all. Yes. Okay, I'm going to go get some drugs. That's what it was. I've been telling everybody that Dr. Phil's the worst doctor on earth Uh, for years. Now they have to believe me because of that. All right, dude. Okay, you're right. You're right. But I will say, if I was into heroin, 
And then I went to the Dr. Phil show and I was like, I need some heroin. And they were like, we're going to help you get some heroin. That would make me feel good, Jake. Oh my God, it would. <laughs> it in fact can't argue it's horrible premise, but yeah, it would in fact. All right. Speaking of feeling good, uh, this show, we have some sponsors that make us feel great. And first and foremost, Koi CBD. This is an amazing company with amazing products. We love it. We use it every single day. I got the new roll-ons, which shit, I meant to bring you both uh, one because they sent me some and I will bring it to you next time I see you. But it's like icy hot, like roll-on, mm-hmm. but it's got a bunch of CBD in it and I've already used it and it's freaking amazing. Um, I love that. And you guys know, I love the drops the tincture i'd take them every single morning um if you are someone out there who's got aches and pains and you take a lot of over-the-counter pain medicine please give cbd a try and give koi cbd a try because it is the best out there it's gonna you're gonna love the results and it's much healthier for you than taking you know any advils or anything like that it's just much better for you and you're gonna love how it makes you feel as well so go over to koicbd.com and put in code feel good at checkout and you will get 15 percent off your order koicbd.com use code feel good at checkout 15% off your first order. Whammo. Also, plug-ins keychains. This thing is super cool. Um, it's just, it's a keychain holder. And what it is is it resembles or it's a replica pretty much of an amp head like which you would plug your guitar into. And a quarter-inch cable with a key holder on it. You put your keys on it. You hang this wherever you want in your house. You walk in your house. You, you plug your keys in, and there they are when you got to go. You unplug them just as you would if you had a guitar. This is such an amazing product. I have one on the wall in my house. I've had it for years. Um, everyone who comes over that is a musician or even not, they all, everyone asks me about it. Oh, what's that? Where would you get that? Super cool. Um, it's a great gift for anyone who plays guitar or just loves music. Uh, go over to... Plugins Keychains, and that's with a Z, P L U G I N Z, keychains.com, and put in code DuddyB at checkout, and you will get 20% off every order. And this product here is called the Jack Rack. When you're looking at pluginskeychains.com, look at the Jack Rack, and that's what this is, and it's an awesome product. Check it out. And. I will do just a quick one. Um, we have a lot of leftover merch we had from when we went on tour with uh, Dirty Heads and 311. We have a lot of leftover Feeling Good with Duddy merch. I just threw it up on the cutlessbrand.com website, and it's all so cheap. I put all the shirts are 10 bucks, hats are 10 bucks. Um, oh, it looks like the hoodies are already sold out now because they're so cheap. Uh, shot glasses, five bucks. Pins are five bucks. Um, yeah, everything is just dirt cheap. So if you do want to pick up some uh, of the original Feeling Good with Duddy merch that we are pretty, running pretty low on, head over to cutlessbrand.com and you could uh, you can pick it up there for dirt cheap right now. That's that. That's it. All right. Well, then what is it? Is it time? Oh, I guess we're, we're time for. You know what it is, dude. Hit the dribbity droppity boo. Questions. Ask us any question you want. Slamo, and we're back, and it's it's questions time. And you know what it is. All these questions come from our Patreon members. Patreon.com, feeling good with Duddy. Sign up over there, ask us questions, and they can get answered on this show. The ones we don't answer on this show, we answer on the Monday show that we do on Patreon every Monday. Anyway, 
Luke's going to be pulling them up. Let's get right into it, bud. Okay, here we go. We have our first question question from uh, Father Pena. Cool, first-time question guy. Uh, I'm guessing this is because we've had Pena ask. Jacob Pena. Yeah, I think he just changed his name to Father Pena. Ah, okay. Okay. Y'all ever blacked out and woke up somewhere with no memory of how you got there? I blacked out after the bars and woke up on the roof of my buddy's neighbor's house. Whoa. Wow. Um, Intense. Um, I was never a blackout dude. I would drink a lot and get drunk sometimes, but I remember always thinking, like, I don't black out. I don't think I yeah. drink that far. I stop before that. Yeah, I don't... I mean, I've definitely had blackout nights, but I feel like it's more I just don't remember in the morning. But during the night, I'm still kind of coherent. I know what I'm doing. I always make it home or wherever. I mean, yes, I've definitely had nights where I've like woken up at friends' houses or something and just been like, oh, fuck, where am I? Oh, shit. But like never somewhere like crazy. Nothing like my neighbor's roof. Yeah, I've yeah. had the same type of thing where the next morning you're like, I don't remember how I got home. Totally. I've had those nights where I, I, I don't I remember fell asleep how I in a got car. home. It's like someone yeah. took me home last night. And you're like, yeah, you passed out in the back of the car. I'm like, okay, I remember being at the party. and then Totally. So I guess, I don't know. Yeah, but no, nothing crazy, man. No neighbor roof's house. That's fucking <laughs> that's, heavy. That's hilarious. I'm imagining a flat roof. Obviously, you're not in one of these triangle roof houses where you would roll off and you'd be dead. And you wouldn't be here to write this message here today. You probably walked up there. You were partying. You barely made it up the stairs. People carried you. They were partying on a flat rooftop. They can oversee the neighborhood. You fell asleep in the corner. You woke up. Right? A little sure. investigative work. Okay. All right. Next question. <laughs> Sarah and T-Bird. Uh, st- a stoner question. Oh, sock. Do you prefer, do you prefer your, your buds dancer fluffy? I'm down for whatever, but I do love a nice, dense, sticky nug. Dude. Wow. Wow. I mean, first of all, down for whatever full fucking weed slut right here. <laughs> Sack quite strong, dude. Fuck. Well, I mean, I'll smoke any types of nugs, uh, but yeah, definitely like super dense, sticky, crispy nugs are my favorite to like do body tokes with my buds. Dude, a, a nice, crispy, dense nug will stick in a belly button so nice and just snuggly. Oh, and then dude. you pull it out for later and put it in the body toke chief central oh, zone. Dude. First of all, any type of weed is like a ladder to the higher consciousness. So I'll never turn down weed, whether it's dense or loose or even drier if it's super nuggety. But a sack strong. Okay, Autumn Dawn says, whose idea was it to do comeback around reg- reggae style? Um, you know what? We were, we, we, we played the whole song normal, like just how it was on the album, a few times. And after we, we had gotten it down tight, you know, we were all kind of like, it's okay. You know, it wasn't very exciting. So we were kind of like, let's just jam on it. Do whatever you want to do. Like everyone just kind of fuck around and, and we'll see what we come up with. And we we were trying a bunch of different things. And I just I I just started doing these the fast kind of skanks with it, you know, and Matt kind of started following along. And it just everyone kind of started to just like it just kind of evolved. And within like two minutes, we were like, Oh yeah, this is this is it. This is this is the vibe right here. So it was cool, you know. Um it was I would say almost was like a, it was a team effort. It just organically. Yeah, happened. we, we were just all jamming, sometimes. and it just kind of started to feel right. I started doing some some skanks with it, and yeah, it just kind of started building. 
Um, but yeah, that was super fun, and I really liked the what we did with um, Horsefly too. I love how that turned out. That was really cool. Um, let's see here. Bill says new Patreon member uh, here. Well, what's up, Bill? Welcome. Uh, but been a huge fan for a long time. What is a favorite song to play that isn't yours? I love hearing bands do cover songs and put their own little twist on it. That's a good question. Um, I still think to this day that my favorite cover song we ever did was Paint It Black. Yeah. That, 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 that song was, awesome. was so fun. We've got to bring that back. And we've hit so funny. That's one of those things we always talk about because it comes up every like other year. And we'll go, oh, yeah, God, we got to do that again. That was so fun. And then we don't talk about it again for two years. Um, yeah, I think Paint It Black is my favorite cover song that we've done as the Dirty Heads. That's a, it's so, that was a lot of fun to play. Um, that was a cool one. Yeah. Audrey Morris says, my favorite go-to Road Rage shout-out is The Horn Blows Does the Driver. <laughs> okay. Um, or Did Your License Come From a Cracker Jack Box? Oh, wow. Oh, those are light-hearted, yes. little fun little wow. ones. Daddy and I have. Uh, Do you have ours any are go-to lines, or am I just that angry of a driver? Um. Yeah. So I'm one. I'm not like a huge road rage guy, like at all. Like I, I'm. It is what it is. I, um. But if someone does something blatantly, just like stupid or whatever, I don't think I have like a go-to. I think I'm more just like a what the fuck, you know? Yeah, it's just a reactionary. Holy shit. I do have like the street I live on is this long straight street and there's cars that park along both sides. So there's little driveways where people pull out and they have to pull out kind of far to see around the cars because parking is allowed both sides of the street all the way down. So as I'm driving down this long ass street, every time I'm coming up to a driveway, if a car is coming out, they have to pull out extra too far to see always. And it just always looks like they're about. So I'm constantly going, don't do it. I know, I know, <laughs> I just it. made fun of her, Audrey, for not being. That's it. I, I, my hand goes straight to the horn. I'm all, don't do it. Don't, I'll, sometimes I'll throw a fucking, don't fucking do it. Don't do it. And I'm always ready to just, <laughs> kah, kah. you know, I'm just <laughs> always ready. Oh. But I do have a quick road rage story. I was coming home from work one time when I was much, much younger and I was going kind of fast and I was in the right lane and someone was looking like they were about to pull out of an apartment complex and I, and I, I slammed. I like laid on the horn really loud because I really thought they were coming out and maybe they weren't or maybe they were and I scared them. I don't know, but I laid on the horn kind of hard and I kind of looked over to see who it was and I didn't even see past the windshield, but I kind of looked over and did a loud honk. So it probably looked like I was like, Hey, yeah, you know, I just kept driving. Didn't think much of it. Got to the end of the street, made a right hand turn. I go up the street even farther and I hit a red light. And I'm just sitting there listening to my music. I'm coming home from work. I'm not thinking anything of it. And then I start hearing this like guy screaming. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm all, who's fighting? You know, and I look around and I look in my rear view mirror and I see the truck that was coming out of that apartment is like three cars back at the red light. He's standing out of the side of his truck, holding his door so he can hop back in and drive screaming at me. He's yelling at me. So this is just for Duddy. So you can picture this is when we still lived with mom and dad over in the second house or the the third house in Huntington, not in the okay. bird track, but Bay the last Shore, one that we lived in yeah. Bayshore. Right. <clears throat> and I was meeting my band. They were already at my house setting up for practice. I just yeah. got off work. You know, guys set up the shit. I'll be home from work in two minutes. So this guy's outside of his car screaming at me. I see him in the rear view mirror. Now we make eye contact 
And he's like, yeah, motherfucker, what's up now? He's screaming at me. Oh, Big, yeah. gnarly, scary dude. I do not he's want pissed. any piece of it. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. I'm kind of taken by storm. Light turns green. Pulls up alongside of me. He's now staring at me. I'm staring straight forward. I'm like, do not. If I look at him, um, we're, fighting. we're fighting. I know this now. So I won't look at him. He's honking. He's screaming. He's cussing. We're going through a green light. He's cussing and screaming. So I'm trying to drive and still deal with this guy. It gets to the point where he's just frustrated. So he floors it in front of me and just turns his car right in front of my car. And he slams on his brakes, dude. I quickly as all hell swerve around him. We start driving fast. He gets in front of me again. And on Duddy, I, I, I hook a quick left into like the opposite side of our little neighborhood. Yeah. So for everyone who's listening, you know, I duck into my neighborhood. He's in front of me. So he's still going straight. My so now fear now is, is he's going to go to the next neighborhood, turn in and, and be searching you. the neighborhood for my car. I know that my band is there. I call the guys in my band and I'm like, you guys, I'm coming up the street. I'm going to grab fucking baseball bats, grab whatever. I go, this guy's following me. He's going to kill me. Yeah. I drive up and I see the members of my band. I pull into my driveway. I see the members of my band standing in the driveway, like holding weapons. And I kind of like ducked by my car and I just waited in fear for like, you know, five, 10 yeah. solid minutes. And I'm like, okay, I don't think he's coming, dude. Because our neighborhood was yeah. very small. It's not, it wasn't big. Uh, we've talked about our big neighborhood, you know, when we're playing ditch with our friends before this was, we've moved out of that neighborhood into this tight little, like five street little neighborhood. He would have found me easily. Oh, dude. Yeah. This guy wanted to murder me. Well, he, he just, cut took, me he just off kept going on a full blown busy street, hit his brakes until I stopped. And so we're stopped and I'm like, what is about to happen? And I just kind of pull around him yeah. and he floors it again. It was like the You're craziest like, moment okay. of my life. I almost got murdered. Wow. On the streets. Anyway, wow. good sec question. question. Uh, yeah. I've um, never uh, really been like a honker guy after that. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I don't want to die out here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Raul Guerrero yeah. says, how many times have y'all been pulled over? Um, I just got pulled over three days ago. Really? Yeah. Phone. Oh, you got a ticket. I, I didn't. Oh. So I was pulling out of, I went on a hike and, and then on the way home, we grabbed like McDonald's breakfast and I had everything, my wallet, my phone, everything was on my lap because I had just paid at McDonald's, you know? And I, and so I was pulling out and I was just rustling with stuff on my lap and I'm driving up PCH and woo, motorcycle cop. I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah. I pull over. He's like, dude, were you, what, what are you doing? And, and luckily I had everything Every on my lap. So I'm like, oh, I go, I'm such an idiot, dude. I go, I know, I'm sorry. I go, I was, I just pulled out of McDonald's. I was messing with everything. My wife and kid was there and he's all, dude, your wife's right here. Hand her your phone, hand her your wallet. He's like, come on, you know, he's like, yeah. I see you looking down. I'm all, you got me. I was looking down. I go, and he like looked down. He's all, all right. He's all, I can't prove that you were texting or doing anything, but I saw you messing around. He's all, I can see the receipt. Everything's on your lap. So he's all, dude, just be more cautious and let me go. See, there you go. There it was, good dude. Good guy. Good guy. Good guy. Anyway. Um, um, you know what, man? I haven't been pulled over. I fucking don't. I can't even. Like, it, it was the last, the only, I had, my first car that I ever had was like a lowered 66 oh, Cadillac Sedan DeVille. Um, with Duddy B and old like English, English on the back, it was like a was please stupid. pull me over and car. I got, I got pulled over a lot in that car, but 
the only ticket I ever got was I didn't even get it. Matt Denny got it in your band. Another guy from my band, yeah. So and this car looks suspicious. So I would just get pulled over, you know. Um, but I never got tickets. Uh and I'll never forget this. I was at my friend my friend Scott's house and he just lived in, in a neighborhood, you know, normal neighborhood, and my car was in his driveway. I backed out of his driveway and and you know backed out of his driveway and then started to drive i hadn't gone one house yet and a car a cop car came up from behind me and in front of me lights on and pulled me over and they're just like and i i go uh you know and they come and they're like license registration they take my license and registration and they go to their car and this was an old Cadillac. It was an old car. And if I just sat there running, like, I think something was going on to where, like, it wasn't good for me to keep my lights on if I was just kind of like sitting there. Yeah. So I turned the lights off on my car and I like turned the engine off and the, and the lights off and everything. And, uh, then they came back to the car and they're like, Oh, we're going to give you a ticket for your lights weren't on. Yeah. And it was just, obviously they had nothing. Right. And this was after they were at their car for 30 minutes. And that's why I turned everything off. Cause we were sitting there. I think like my alternator wasn't working perfectly. So if I, the car was off and the lights were on, it would kind of drain the battery quick. Yeah. So I turned everything off and, uh, and they, and I'm like, then I started explaining myself. I'm like, dude, I, I pulled out of that driveway right there. I was like, I haven't even gone one house. And I was like, my lights were on. But I, I just what I told you guys, I yeah. said that, right? And they go back to their car for another 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And then they like, come. Give me the ticket they, at this I'm point. I'm just like, at this point, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I think what it was, too, is me and Matt were going to, like, meet. Like, we were going to, like, hang out with friends, like some chicks or something, you know? Like, we were going. We were looking forward to where we were going. Yes. And we were just like, dude, you are holding us up like <laughs> crazy. So they come back and they end up being like, there's something dumb. Like, okay, well, we're just going to give you a warning and we'll let you go this time. And I was like, I didn't do anything. I remember this they, too like, back They like searched the my day. car yeah. and shit too. Like they just saw the car and were thinking this guy for yeah. sure, you know? And then there you are. You probably, you got a fro if not Yeah, long, but you know, you know it's like, just, yeah. And I had like, no they record whatsoever. Like I just had, yeah. Nothing they could bust nothing. you on. Yo, so, and back then weed was like illegal. So they totally. would just do, if they could they find a looking, feather of yeah. weed, they would just be like, we gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that's that. So mm -hmm. now they let me go still in the neighborhood. Right. And then I get to the to the, the exit of the neighborhood and I'm waiting for the cars. Now it's my turn. I pull out and go left onto the main street. Boop, a completely different cop pulls me over. And uh, and <laughs> nothing either. And and uh, and. There, what they, this was a, a chick, right? This was a lady cop. And I, at this point I pull over and now I'm in a parking lot of a liquor store and, uh, and we're just sitting in there and Matt is fired up. Matt starts arguing. Matt's yeah. sitting shotgun. Yeah. And Matt is pissed right when she gets to the window. We just got pulled over two seconds ago in the neighborhood. We have, I'm like, dude, Matt, it's all good. It's all good. Chill out, dude. Matt will you know? fight for his yeah. rights. And dude. I, and she's like, Oh, excuse me. You know? And, uh, and I'm like, it's all good. And I was like, we just got pulled over two seconds ago. I was like, I just pulled out of that neighborhood right there. And I've been, I was like, and you pulled me over. I was like, I got pulled over twice in within like, you know, a quarter mile of where I was coming from. Am you I know, not I was allowed like, to have little, this car? Yeah, I was like, it's a what? little frustrating. I didn't, like, what did we do? And she goes, it looked like you were driving a little erratic. 
And I was like, I just, I've been driving for 10 seconds. Like I just Ugh. pulled out of the neighborhood and, and granted my, it was a lowered ass Cadillac yep. and maybe it, it, it drives like a boat. So if I'm doing a left turn, maybe it gets a little motion. It gets of, a little wobbly. It gets a yeah. little, mo- whatever. So she pulls me over and I could already tell that she's going to, She's going to let me go. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. But Matt is oh, fired the boy. fuck up. What is going on? We didn't do anything back there. They held us for an hour. What the fuck? He's dropping F-bombs. And oh. he's all, and I just keep going, Matt, dude, shut up. Like, just. Yeah. And she's looking. And then it even gets to a point, too, where I think she goes, you should have your friend be quiet. And I was like, Matt. Like, it got to the point where I was getting pissed at Matt. And he just wouldn't let it go. And she walks back to the car. And then she comes back. And she goes, uh. You're good. I'm let you go. But you know what? I just noticed that you don't have your seatbelt on. So she gave Matt a seatbelt ticket. Oh, there it is. Just. Just let it go, dude. And then we drove off. But yeah, I got pulled over all the time in that car and I never, I I have never actually gotten a ticket. Because there was never anything. No. Yep. There it is. That was dude. a long-winded story. That Sorry was a fucking juice. Sack. Sack. But yeah, Kristen Perrin wants to know. Hello, I was just wondering if the if Cutlass is going to do another bloody duddy bundle around Halloween. I have a bloody duddy shirt already. It's one of my favorites. Um, Jake and Red signed it in New Hampshire. Um, dude, yes, we'll, we'll always do the bloody duddy. It's my favorite one every year. We have our friend Red who's done some other great designs for us. Um, He designs a new Bloody Duddy t-shirt. And what that is, is he makes some sort of like zombie drawing of me and we make a t-shirt design out of it for Cutlass Brand and we sell it around Halloween. Um, So yes, to answer your question, we will definitely be doing another Bloody Duddy this year. And Randy Cheeseman says, uh, what's your realistic opinion? Will there be live music in 2021? Um... Yes, there will be. Do I think it will be just full on? Let's have, you know, 15,000 people, you know, festivals going on and shit. I don't think so. I I really don't. I think it's going to take a little bit slower to get fully back out there. But I do think there will be live music in 2021. It'll just it's going to be weird for a bit, guys. And that's not that far away. So and I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's just right back to fucking normal. But I just don't feel it. Yeah, um, I have no fucking yeah. clue. Who All right, we've got one more. This. Wait, you didn't answer my question. There's no time. Yeah, uh, last question, Luke. Go back to those questions. Yeah. Okay, uh, FTR says, not a question, but just, oh, <laughs> this is our last question. Not a question, but just wanted to thank you guys for not only providing great positive vibes to listen to while at work, but also for helping keep my head in a good place. Haven't been doing the best lately. Sorry to hear that. Um, and dealing with a lot of issues in regards to my mental health, but I wanted to let you guys know I appreciate you for what you do. That's awesome, man. I'm sorry to hear you're doing bad, but I am happy to hear that you know, the show is helping you out. And that's great, guys. Honestly, me and Jake, listen, we love to rant and talk shit and even sometimes talk shit about you guys to <laughs> you guys and behind your backs. One of our favorite yeah. things. But uh, w- this show, we do it because we're having fun. We hope you guys are having fun listening. And man, you know, messages like this are great because this is why we're doing it. We hope that we are, you know, giving you guys something to look forward to and brighten your day up a little bit. So, man, FTR, thanks for that. And I, I'm glad to hear that we can help you out. 
Yeah, that's a fucking positive note. We'll yeah. stop it right there. Thank you Boy, very right much. There, that's man. super awesome. Thank you guys so much. We love y'all. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. We will be back next week. Be good. Wah, wah.